full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Salvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Hey, what's up, everybody? Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on a Friday. Thank you for being here. You've made it to the weekend. Congratulations. Woo, it's here. Thank goodness. Uh, kind of a cloudy and dark and wet Friday. Uh, looks like it may be a little bit of a cooler and potentially more wet weekend, which honestly is great for a lot of reasons. Not for getting outdoors and having fun, but because we really need the rain. Uh, but uh, we're going to talk about a couple different things going on this weekend. Uh, we'll do our Friday Five Best. Five Best Arena Anthems. If you're going to a sporting event... What is the what are some of the best songs to hear to get you pumped up? 435-339-0321. You want to weigh in on that on our Guild Mortgage text line. Uh we had a real snoozer last night of the NBA. Will we have a repeat of that again tonight or will there be a little bit more drama and excitement? Uh the West, the final Western Conference play-in game taking place. Uh Adam Silver Addressed a few things with the NBA today. Um, we've got a big uh, series going on in high school championships uh, today and tomorrow. And uh, I, we're going to send Ajay on the road tomorrow. Are you still mad at me? I've never seen you raise your voice like you did to me. <laughs> I'm not. I went, I went back to my Siberian cubicle and cried. <laughs> Tucked your tail between your legs. And- Eric yelled at me. <laughs> You needed to be yelled at. I'm getting really angry with you. Oh my gosh, he's angry. <laughs> I've never heard Eric angry before, and I've done a lot worse than this. You were trying to be good, and I kept telling you not to. <laughs> yeah, how does that work? <laughs> Quit trying to do good things, RJ. Stop being nice. Stop being nice. Stop trying to do good things. I was just trying to help. No. No. No help. No help warranted, needed, wanted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, dude, thank you for taking that uh, what will be future prize away from me. It's like when a kid finds something really, really valuable and he holds it and you're just thinking, okay, one of two things is going to happen and neither of them are good. One, it's going to get ruined or broken. Two, it's going to get lost or stolen. And I'm telling you, both of them were definitely on the table in this regard. It's either going to get broken, ruined, lost, or stolen. And so when I saw you today and you pulled on, oh, dude, I was like, thank goodness you're here. It's tempting to just uh, take something like that and tuck it away. I wasn't going to steal it, Eric. Keep it under your little desk there. I wasn't going to steal it. You, are you serious? Here I am saying, hey, will you take care of this so I don't have to? 
and you're coming out, oh, you were going to steal it. It's crap like that where it's going to get me fired, Eric. Call. <laughs> I'm going to get fired. I'm tempting to steal something that I wasn't even going to no, steal. No, I'm just saying. I mean, it's, it's tempting. I could see why anyone would be tempted to. Oh, like someone would come by and steal it from where it was. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying. It's out I was, in the open. I thought you were saying I was going to steal it. I'm no, like, no, no. I'm trying to get it out of my Yeah, head. I'm glad you. We figured out a place to more securely. Uh, <laughs> I just place it. I, I, you know, Will gave it to me, and I was like, okay, you know, I'll hold on to it. But then as I'm sitting there, it, it, dude, it sat underneath my desk all day today until I got back. And I was like, I got it's like, so I was like just cruising to get back to the studio so I could get rid of it. And as soon as I saw you, I was like, oh, thank the Lord, Eric, take this, get it out of here, <laughs> so I don't have any position of it. I don't want any responsibility of that item. Uh, really excited. Uh, we'll, we'll come up with something. Yeah, and it has to be awesome. Our, our audience will get really excited about yeah. it. Yeah. 9315 text in a couple of anthems, Eric. Oh, Kickstart My Heart by Motley Crue. And then Eye of the Tiger. I've never heard Kickstart My Heart. What is that? Can you sing it for me really quick? No. Why? I'm not going to sing it for you. Just sing it. Why are you being grumpy? Don't be grumpy. I'm not grumpy. Uh, I'm excited. It's a Friday. He he also says, I went to the Danger Zone by Kenny Rogers. (laughs) Oh, and then he texts in, I hope you all like your donuts. Maybe we'll try sometime again. Oh, dude, thank you. Those were delicious. Those were scrumptious. And you chose some really good donuts. I think I've heard this before. That's Kickstart My Heart with Motley Crue. I, okay. Okay. I don't know if it's something I'm listening to. Okay. Interesting choice. All right. So, anyway. Yeah. Dude, Danger Zone's always a good one. Danger Zone is always a good one. Danger Zone by Kenny Rogers. Did you write down another one of your best five by using that one now? No, I didn't write that one down. Yeah. It was one another one I thought of, but it's not uh it wasn't that one. <laughs> You're gonna have like seven on there now. <laughs> I'm I have my I have a couple here that I'm I've put together. I have not ordered them yet. I've not oh. put them in order. Okay. Okay. But if you have a, a song that uh, you think is a great sports anthem, a, a song that is great to be to hear and to sing along, get you pumped when you're in an arena for a game. I got a feeling that a lot of ours will not even be close to the same. Hmm. Uh, I, I think you're probably right. I, my guess is you're going to have some weird stuff. You are going to. You probably have Richard Marks on there. <laughs> Richard Marks. <laughs> <laughs> Richard. You Marks. probably. You, 
Uh. <laughs> you got some Lionel Richie there too. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's not sleepy time. You got Lady Gaga. Maybe you got a little bit of the Bieber fever. Uh, eight zero zero three. Anything by ACDC. Mm. I like that. Uh, nine three one five. You could almost say "Kickstart my heart" goes with the situational punting. See you in the kick in the song. <laughs> you know this situational punting thing is getting way out of hand. All right, a lot of coaches would have appreciated that question, and a lot of media Ooh. would have appreciated it too. Who? Bill Belichick. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. Okay. No. Uh, uh, Mike Favero. No, he would Prob- not. Yes. What do you mean Bill Belichick wouldn't appreciate that? Bill Belichick is a situational punting guy. Situational punting. He's <laughs> getting out of hand. It should have never been leaked out. This is extremely unfortunate for me. Uh, 5879 says 0 to 100 by Drake. Dude, Drake's got some good stuff. Zero to a hundred, huh? Oh, I just found one. Zero to one. I don't know that I have. We have that one in our library. Probably brand new. Guess don't have the. We don't have the brand new hits here at the Full Court Press. Yeah. We have to go to VFX to ask for their help. That's right. (laughs) That's right. We only have such a limited ability of what we have here in the studio. Yeah, so we got our Friday Five Best. Um, we're going to do our All-NBA Awards. Our picks, our selections. Uh, defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved, Coach of the Year. Being on some chips. We go zero to 100 real quick. Nice job getting the clean version, by the way. Good job by you. This is the clean version. Yep. See, here's the thing is, Back in 2000, 2001, 3, I mean, mid-2000s, right? It wasn't rock music. I mean, it wasn't rap music. It was rock music. Like, a lot of it was. Or remixes. Now it's all this stuff. I about said crap. But it... I mean, I... I don't think that was clean edited, by the way. Um, So I'm going to keep talking, just so we don't... This is the clean version. Dude, I don't... I just heard something I don't think was clean. I'm pretty sure. It was close, but it wasn't. I know. It was close, but it wasn't the full. <laughs> it was it close. The full Monty. I love this. Hey, 99% obedience. <laughs> Not good enough. Uh, 9315. What about Run DMC and Aerosmith Walk This Way? Ooh, that's a good that's one. That's a good one. Yes. Walk This Way. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, you two used to. You two used to be a big one. Five seven six zero. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle is pretty good. Yeah, it's. I think, and five seven six zero is going to yell at me, but that might be ACDC's one of more overrated hits though. Was that by ACDC? What one? Welcome to the jungle. No, that's Guns and Roses. Oh, that's Guns and Roses. Yeah. See, then that is their most one of their most overrated hits. <laughs> no. Yeah, wait. Hey, would you count Sweet Child of Mine or no? Just because of the melody. Like the guitar at the beginning. For an arena anthem? Yeah. 
whatever. Hey, it's it's. I'm not putting any parameters on it <laughs> other than what's man. You've what got you think Bieber. You've got Britney Spears. You've got Richard Marks. You're gonna be all over the place. Eight zero zero three. If I were a UFC fighter, it would be a Lunatic Fringe by Red Rider. Ooh. I'm learning some music today. I need to put on my uh, library music playlist. One one eight one, the Mariana uh, Mariano Rivera theme, Enter Sandman by Bentalica. And you didn't spell it wrong. I think you spelled it right, actually. Nice job, one one eight one. Well, Enter Sandman is a good one. Oh man, that that gets me fired up. That one gets me fired up. I love Enter Sandman. Thunder. By uh, by uh, Metallica is really really good. Thunder is not by Metallica. That's by ACDC. No, it's by Metallica, dude. Yes, dude. Now you're just playing with me. Stop it, Eric. Sounds of Silence by Disturbed. Yes, that's yes. a great one. Crank that by Soldier Boy. See, like that is now considered. I at one point that was considered a pump up song. Interesting. Uh, six eight zero four, Hell's Bells, the intro by ACDC. Oh, this is the Chicago Bulls theme. Nope, never mind. I thought this was like that basketball. <laughs> what is this? What is this? This is Red Rider by Lunatic Fringe. I feel like this is something that. Uh, that Rick Ross guy would paint pictures to this music. Now let's just go ahead and dab a little bit here. Lighten up those trees just a little bit. I'm going to add a little bit of black and white. Now we're going to add water. <laughs> 6804. Oh, that, okay. That is Lunatic Fringe. Gotcha. Dude, this is... Is there a radio edit version to get you through quick it quicker? I mean, seriously though. Uh, five seven six zero. Arenas always play songs when the home team wins. What song should they play if the home team loses? Uh, Bad Day by Green Day. Who's the group that sings? Uh, you had a bad day. Rah, bah, bah, rah. <laughs> what? What's that song? Oh, yeah, who is that? Who is that? Uh, is that Train? Yes, I think you're right. Dude, Train used to be so good. Train is the most overrated group because they had one good song in their career, and that's it. Everything else is They've had more than one no, good song. No, only one good song. Okay, which one was it? Meet Virginia. What about that song you were just singing? That's a crappy song, dude. Uh, 6804. Ooh, uh, the na-na-na-na. Hey, yeah, remember that song? That's a good one. When the home, <laughs> as when the, a losing, uh, yeah, as you're walking off the court on your home court, uh, loser by Beck. <laughs> That's a good one to play. I've never heard that one before, dude. I kind of you've never some... heard loser from Beck. You've never heard it either. What? There's no yes. way you have. It was a huge hit in the in the early '90s. Oh, that's the problem. Is it was in the early '90s, man? I was just no. I was just barely getting through Belinda Carlisle's first album. Runaway horses. Uh, nine three one five fits in the tantrums. Hand clap. What the heck? What is this oh, music? Yeah. 
What is this music? I've never heard of any of it. Oh. Weird Al did a parody of this song on his first album. On his first album? Yeah. No. Yeah, it was. Weird Al was doing stuff before Beck. No, this was on his first album, Bad Hair Day. I swear. That, that Weird Al, yeah, Weird Al had, that was. Weird Al was doing stuff in the 80s. What? Beck, no way. Beck, this song came out in the 90s. Was he really? I need to look this up. Yeah, Weird Al did stuff for uh, Michael Jackson and Madonna. He did parodies. Really? Oh, man. His Bad Hair Day might be his best album, though. Eat It 1984. Yes, thank you. 6804. Eat It 1984. I need to look that up. Imagine Dragon's Thunder. See, I that that I don't get fired up to that. I feel like that's a song that a bunch of elder missionaries would sing as a hymn or something like, it's like a choir what? group. Yeah. I just that when I when I think of that song, when I hear that song, I think about a bunch of elder missionaries. See, I, I think this one is I think this one's maybe this is a uh, another is way, Imagine Dragons one This is way too much fun. Oh, whatever it takes. Yeah. This is good. This is a little more appropriate yeah. for well, what about sporting that one, event. What was, what was that one overplayed song? Um, uh, oh, it was like Radioactive. Yeah. That, that used to be a really good song, and then it got played way too much. Yeah. Hey, there's a couple of ones I'm going to bring out. They're going to bring some nostalgia to you. It's going to slap you right in the face. Lose Yourself by Eminem from 6804. That's a good one. Oh, do you know? Well... Oh, I'm going to have to save it for my best five. I'm going to have to make some switches. That's going to be a fun conversation. Keep them coming to our Gilmorgers text line, 435-339-0321. These have been great. These are uh, great. I'll be honest, I haven't seen any yet that are on my five best. Dude, no one's putting, no one's going to put Ray Ray on there, all right? The blind piano guy. No one's putting him on there. All right, no one's going to put on there Celine Dion for you, okay? I know you're looking for that. <laughs> I don't even know what this is. What are you doing? What is this? What the crap is this, man? This is this is your man, Kenny G. Oh, this, this is not Kenny G. Yeah, it is. It's Kenny Rogers. Oh, man. Kenny Rogers. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, that's a great studio. Uh, I wrote my first letter of love to my fifth grade crush with that song. <laughs> and I made up some lyrics to it. I'll sing it sometime. Yeah, maybe, maybe yeah that's not. Maybe I'll have Z-Dog do a remaster version of it. <laughs> 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 Turn to Z Dog. <laughs> don't, don't, dude. Don't, we don't. <laughs> uh, Thunderstruck from ACDC. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. That is definitely. Lose Yourself from Eminem. I just read those, but Great yep. intros. Yep. Tesla, Hang Tough. Is there a group called Tesla? No way. I knew it was a car. <laughs> I didn't know it was a. Uh, piranhas. 
It says Metallica, Master of Puppets. And then he has he also has ACDC Thunderstruck. Is this hang tough? This is Tesla hang tough. Dude, I've got to I've got to get some of keep it coming. Oh man, this is good stuff. This is my era. Oh yeah. This is my era. Oh man. Uh you guys got to keep it coming. I got to get this music onto my library playlist. Keep it coming, please. And we'll get to our Friday Five Best. Five Eight Seven Nine Teen Spirit by Nirvana. So good. So good. Oh, hey, how about? Uh, oh man, I got one for you. Have you ever seen Nimmer Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox? Yeah. Um. Uh, win in the end. Uh, by Mark Safon. Oh man! Win in the end. I gotta win in the end. Oh, dude! It's oh man! That song fires me up. That is a classic by Mark Safe on "Win in the End" by T- and Timo. It's when they're making their big comeback versus uh, Charlie Sheen and the uh, red that red team. Okay. Oh, dude! It's a good song. I'll dude, take your word for yes, it. Yes, you should. Uh, let's see here. 6804, Heavy Stuff, The Game by Motorhead, Harvester by Star of Star or me, Harvester of Sorrows by Metallica, I Am Broken by Pantera. Hey, I'm all in. I am absolutely all in. It's just... What is this? Is this uh, playing with the boys by uh, Richard Marks and Top Gun? Oh, this is like got some extra stuff added to it. What is this, man? <laughs> it's not what I thought it was going to be. I, I'd right. say so. <laughs> What was the, the the song that Chicago Bulls would always use? For yeah, intro? yeah, dude. It was the uh, hold on Chicago Bulls uh, intro song. Uh, it was was it the Alan Parsons Project or is it uh, serious? Oh yeah, Alan Parsons Project. Yeah, dude. This thing. Here's the problem with this song. Oh yeah, thank you five seven six zero. Series by Alan Parsons Project. Uh, here's the problem with this song, Eric. Really, really good. Really overplayed. The Utah Jazz copied this. Yeah, they did. The Utah Jazz copied the Chicago Bulls and took this. Get your own identity. You're not going to be Michael Jordan. You're it not going to so be cool, Scottie though, when the Bulls did it. Oh, dude, when the, the way Bulls they did timed it, like the oh. uh, player intros and everything. Yeah, it. and then they had like when the announcer announced Michael Jordan, or I know when he announced the start, and your starting lineup, you know, for the voice of the Chicago Bulls. Oh, so good. Yeah, and then we tried to copy it, you know, with the Jazz, and it just didn't work. Five eight seven nine says "Fuel" by Metallica. That's a good one. Oh yeah, that's a really good one. Six eight zero four. If we're doing eighties nostalgia, anything off the Rocky Four soundtrack? Hey, is that the one? Six eight zero four. Help me. Is that the one where he fights the uh, Russian? Uh, Rocky Four, yeah, that's when he's so there's a he song. trains in the Soviet Union. And, yeah, there's a yeah. song 
um, that, uh, oh, what's that song? He's getting ready. I think he's training, actually. There's no, some, what is it, man? What is it? No Easy Way Out by Rod Tepper is one of the great songs. Like, the, the intro of that song is so good. It is probably one of the best intros of any Rocky album. Better than Eye of the Tiger. No Easy Way Out is the best song I ever heard on a Rocky movie. Ever. Uh, 5760, Jazz should take Careless Whisper for intro. <laughs> <laughs> 6804, let's see, 9315, Champion by Carrie. I'm not playing Carrie Underwood. No. You know the rules. Well, there are no rules. Yes, there is. It is set rules. We're not playing Carrie Underwood. Why, why don't you play before he cheats? Huh? When the Astros come up, you know, or come into the field. <laughs> like that, before he cheats? No, okay. But a no easy way out by Rod Tepper. You gotta you gotta Google that and you gotta listen to it. Okay? And then you gotta get your mind right. Okay? That thing will set you in the mood. Uh Won't Back Down by Tom Petty. Hey, who sings the song Come Together? Come Together. That's oh, Aerosmith. Right. Is that really? Yeah. Oh, Sabotage by Beastie Boys. Five seven six zero. Great song. Really? Great song for an anthem. An arena anthem. Really? Sabotage by Beastie Boys. I don't know who the Beastie Boys are. Are they good? Oh! Wait, what is this? This is Sabotage by Beastie Boys. Huh. Interesting. Okay. You've never heard this song? No. This is great for a Interesting. ball game. Really? Yeah. Uh, 6789. Oof. Oh, Come Together as the Beatles? Oh, my bad. But no, 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 you're right. Someone uh, remastered it, though. Someone did a remastered version of it. And it was... So it was the Beatles? I thought someone else did it. No, yeah, you're right. My bad. That's Beatles. Yeah, it's the Beatles. That's a great song. Come together. Bum, boom, boom. Oh man, that's a great one. Uh, let's see here. Hearts on Fire by John Cafferty from Rocky Four. Uh, is a great song to do push-ups too. Four, 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 six. Immigrant song. Uh, by Led, by Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Oh yeah, good one. Hey, Lenny Skinner. I thought he <laughs> had. Yeah, Lenny Skinner. Let's see. Uh, Eric uh, Piranhas tweets at us. Can we please listen to the sweet sounds of Ajay centering us with each song through the Friday Five Best? Hey, if that's what the listeners want, that's what we get. Wait. Stop It by <laughs> Leonard? Stop It by Leonard Skinner? Look at that text by six. Seven, yeah. Stop it. Leonard. No, yeah, stop calling it Lenny. Oh, dreamer, sorry. That's the name of a song. Yeah. He's telling you to stop it. <laughs> 9315, Old Town Road by Little Nicks. Uh, Aeros- oh, yeah, you're right, Eric. Okay, I thought you were. Uh, 6843, Aerosmith redid Come Together. 
So he did a, I don't know what you call it, cover or whatever. What the crap is this? That's Dark Horse by Aaron Watson. Okay, that definitely should not make the list. Oh my gosh, what? No. No. Because here's the thing, Eric, and, and here's how I did my list, okay? Songs that have to hold up today. That when you still were to listen to a song today, getting ready to go be in a game, you would get fired up to it. That when 13,500 jazz maniacs pack the Vivint Smart Home Arena, that if you played a song from the 80s, it still is going to sound good in 2021. Yeah, I see you crossing off your whole list now. Now you're having to make some decisions here. I was just uh, I was ordering him. I'm got him ordered now. Six seven eight nine. Lose yourself by Eminem. That's yep. Yeah, that's been, been one of them. Before. You know what's another good one by Eminem is uh, Till I Collapse. I'm a big Eminem fan. I love Eminem. Yeah. So lose yourself's good. Till I Collapse is really 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 good. Bulls on Parade. Six eight four three. Never heard of that one before. That's new. Bulls on Parade. What's that one? I don't know. I've never heard of Bulls on Bulls on Parade. Who who sings that six eight four three? Oh, that's Rage Against the Machine. Who? Rage Against the Machine. Oh. Yes. Oh, yes. You know, you know who's really good is Saliva. Saliva has a couple really good ones. Like the click click boom. Uh ladies and gentlemen. Your disease. Those are some, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I could do this. Yeah. I could do that then from the previous stuff you just played, whatever that was over here. That was not that was not good. We got to be better, Eric. This is good. I can do this. So are you disqualifying country music? Yeah. Because, okay, because here's the thing, all right? When you go to a game or you're getting ready for a game, would you rather hear ACDC or Carrie Underwood? Or Rage, I mean, would you rather hear Rage Against the Machine or Randy Travis, whatever that stuff was? (laughs) Okay? Well, country music songs aren't notorious for, like, getting you hyped. Yeah. So wait, but why would I will admit, I will fully admit, I am not an avid listener to the genre. So I could be clearly missing out. (laughs) Okay. If there's a if there's a great country song (laughs) that gets you hyped, then let me know what it is. Because I I don't listen to that music. Okay, okay. Actually, okay, I take that back. Uh um Diamond Rio. Uh uh that's the way your love makes me feel is actually it has a little bit of an upbeat to it. I mean, I think you could handle that. Keith Urban, I think there's some stuff you could use. But here's the thing is I learned this from Coach Steve Hansen, who, by the way, Mountain Chris and Snow Canner title one apiece after one inning in the game one of the 4A state championship. Uh, again, I'll be there for game two, and if there is needed a game three, I'll be there tomorrow. Big thanks to Eric for letting me go and do that. Um, look forward to, to calling the Mountain Crest Baseball Championship Games. Anyway, you, you say that like I have control over your life. 
Well, yeah, dude, you yelled at me over there. Yeah, I kind of feel bad. <laughs> and then you accused me of stealing. Just I did like not ten accuse minutes you of ago. stealing. Stealer, you're stealing. I'm like, no. Um, here's the thing, and and I want to get your thought. Have you been to a major league baseball game? You yes. have, right? Yeah. I've been told, Eric, because when Steve would have us, you know, go through BP, he would say you have to use like we'd play like rap music and rock music. And be like, this is garbage. He goes, when you go to a major league baseball game, a lot of times you hear country music. Is that true? Not to. I've only been to one arena. Uh, and I didn't hear country music when I was there. Okay. I've been to multiple games at that arena. I went to Wrigley Field, yeah. I, but I don't recall hearing country music. Country music. There. I could see country music being played at times at a baseball. I mean, cause well, I'm a- going to the Rangers game or the Astros. Yeah. I would absolutely expect to hear a lot of yep. country music. Yep. Uh, 679, man, I feel like a woman by Shania Twain. <laughs> Baby. Y- you know, Shania Twain's got a couple of good ones. Uh, um,. What what was her forever and always album? She had one, uh, really good song. I can't remember what it was called. Oh man, I'm gonna go listen to it now, and I'm gonna make. Oh yeah, that's what it was. You're gonna cry. No, no. I only cried in one song of Shania Twain. I only cried in one song, Eric. Uh, he says, "Real, really, Diamond Real isn't that a little left field, AJ, for sports anthems?" Hey, I don't know. 6804, My Kind of Party by Jason Aldean. Should be the Utah State men's basketball intro song. <laughs> My Kind of Party. Oh, another good one, though. Seven Nations Army. Uh, that's the song they play bef- as the intro before every Utah State jump ball. Yes. It's a good one. All right, we got to go to break. We yeah, got to we, we got to go to break. These come are back great and- suggestions coming in on the Guild Mortgage text Keep line. Keep them coming. Keep I need to coming. add my playlist, too, please. Yes. Um... Uh, Oh, did we do the one that, uh, huh? Uh, Lunatic Fringe by Red Rider? Did you just? Play? Oh, I did that yeah, one. Yeah, I thought you played that one. Yeah, I'm just scrolling back through all the text. I love how you skip mine, though. You skip mine, Eric. No easy, no easy way out from Rocky Four. We'll see if we can find that one. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> 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 now, these are great coming in on the Guild Mortgage text line. Uh, we do appreciate Guild Mortgage for being a sponsor of the program and uh, sponsoring our text line. Uh, you know Guild Mortgage. They've got a great team there. Karen Nielsen uh, has a great crew. They've been serving Cash Valley for more than 20 years. Uh, that uh, team has extensive experience, a lot of knowledge, wide-ranging knowledge, overwhelming dedication toward customers, and really a lot of different loan products for a variety of borrowers. So if you need a loan, go check out the Guild Mortgage team. Call them at 435-294-2480. More of the Full Court Press coming up next here on 106.9 The Fan. We all have items in our homes that can be recycled. Old aluminum cans, aluminum siding, car batteries, electrical cords, plumbing fixtures, and dozens of other things. Did you know if Americans recycled just one-tenth of their newspapers, it would save 25 million trees this year? Recycling is easy at Valley Recycling. Take in your metals, even if you're not sure what they are. They'll take what they can and pay you for it. Valley Recycling pays cash for old cars and other scrap metal. That's why they say when you go green, you get green at Valley Recycling. 145 North 10th West in Logan. 
Daryl's Appliance provides the best repair service. Daryl's techs are trained to pre-diagnose your repair problem before they arrive at your home, so it can be completed on their first trip. As a plus, Daryl's Parts Department is stocked from A to Z for you do-it-yourselfers, and Daryl's has used parts to save you money. Dishwasher baskets, bake elements, microwave trays, and more. For sales and service since 1970, it's Daryl's Appliance, west on Airport Road. Well... What shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. I don't like this at all for Browns. Like if I'm the Browns, I want the Texans first game this season. If I'm the Browns, I want the Broncos. I want the Giants. Like to me, that's what I, I want a game that I'm just better than the other team and maybe get a road win out of it and get in, get out, and start out one and up. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The trained soldiers of the Army National Guard are a new generation of leaders called to proudly and selflessly serve our nation and make a difference in the communities we call home. Do you want to make a difference? During our Hiring Days event, May 10th to June 14th, we're looking for highly motivated candidates for part-time careers in the Army National Guard. You'll experience the personal fulfillment of serving your community right in your home state during emergencies and natural disasters, while learning skills valued in civilian careers like leadership, problem-solving, and strategic thinking. And when you serve in the Guard part-time, you can work or attend college full-time while you earn a paycheck, gain career skills, and enjoy great benefits like low-cost health coverage for you and your family. Learn more about serving part-time in the Army National Guard by visiting nationalguard.com slash hiringdays today. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Here you go, AJ. This is for you. Dude, this is great stuff right here. Dancing alone in a warehouse. It's awesome. Oh, right here. Oh, man, that's good. Like, that doesn't fire you up. I got to stop because it's encouraging you to sing, and that's a bad idea. (laughs) <laughs> you're you're fulfilling what the piranhas is asking hey for. Uh, you know what piranhas is my guy okay piranhas has always got my back all right and if that's piranhas request he's a listener you honor it all right piranhas is a long time first time listener <laughs> uh six eight zero four my kind of party by jason aldean eric i already read this text did you read that text already yeah okay well here's the song See, this is why country music needs to be banned from the world. Why? For so many reasons. Actually, it's a kind of a good intro. Like I say, I'm starting to turn it's, this it's around not now. That bad of an intro. Yeah, I'm kind of starting to uh, think otherwise. But would this be something that you would rock out to and uh, get excited about in the arena? No. No. 
But as Tix804 says, would it be perfect for Utah State hoops? Maybe. Hey, uh, speaking of Utah State hoops, big congratulations to Justin Bean, who's uh, just got engaged yesterday to his beautiful fiance. Uh, I've met her uh, briefly a couple of times, and she seems like a sweetheart. Who do you think got the better of that deal, him or her? Like, she's dating probably the most famous basketball player right now. I don't know her. Don't really know Justin on a personal level, but seems like he's you a nice man. You should get to man. know Justin on a personal level, Seems like Eric. a nice guy. You should, uh, you should uh, get to know Justin on a personal level. He's a good dude. 7854 uh, tweets in, says, Metallica enters Sandman. I mean, I, I love, like, the intro of that song. Because there's a lot of them that, like, just the intro alone... Get your heart pumping like no easy way out from Rocky Four, what you played at the intro. Like my my juices were flowing. Oh, dude, see, like, oh, I get chills. I'm telling you. This and thunder. It's like I, you know something ominous is coming. Dude, when this yeah, starts. you know someone uh, something ominous is coming to the mound. Where number 42 in the pinstripes. And he's coming to break your bat and break your soul. The greatest closer of all time in baseball history, Mariano Rivera. This is great stuff. Oh, man. And then it just builds. Oh, yeah, and it gets better. Hey, what was it? The Va- Virginia Tech this is, did this as an opening intro for their home opener on national television against USC. Uh, dude, it was awesome. It was chilling. And then they lost 38-3. to But... <laughs> <laughs> After the opener, it was all downhill from there. <laughs> After the song turned off, <laughs> they just quit. But the thought, it was a thought that counts. Oh, man, that gets me fired up. Uh, yeah, so in our Friday Fight Best, we'll have the best sports anthems. Okay? And, and, and again, my list is determined on if it's, and it can be from the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the nows. But it has to be able to, if you listen to it, it has to get your juices flowing. I agree. <clears throat> and I think that uh, for me, it's something that gets everybody in the arena going. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Hey, Eric, what a uh, Eastern play in last night. Uh, another disappointment just in regards of competition. Oh, my word. I, I thought it would be a pretty competitive contest. Me Two too. teams. Same uh, records, uh, interesting storylines coming into it. Uh, played well in their opening round. Um, and then he just got to hand it back to him. <clears throat> yeah, and then just, woof. 142-115 your final score. Um, this was a one-point game after the first quarter, and then it got out of hand. Uh, outscoring them by 13 did Washington – in the second quarter, 17 in the third quarter. And finally, Indiana won a quarter 32-28 in the fourth. But it was too little, way too late. Um, Sabonis had 19 and 11 and 10. So he had a triple-double. A triple-double. Wow. He's a great player. Uh, but West- he got in foul trouble and fouled out. Yep. Westbrook had 18 points, 8 boards, 15 assists. Bradley Bill, 25 points on 9-17 shooting. He also had five boards, four assists. And they just got a lot of good help from their bench. Gill had 10. Uh, 
Robin Lopez had nine. Gaffer had 15. Neto had 14 last night on five of eight shooting. Good for him. Yeah. I, I, I want to see Neto succeed. He's kind of been through the, you know, the, the grind a little bit. Um, didn't really, couldn't really fit in here with the Utah Jazz. And so it's, yeah. Washington ended up being a great fit. He was with the Sixers for a bit, wasn't he? Yeah, that's true. Had a cup of coffee with them and then turned around and now he's in Washington. And so Washington gets the eighth spot and they get to play the Philadelphia 76ers. I'm excited for that just because of the petty wise between the two teams. Okay. This, there is a lot of pettiness. Between those two teams. Really? Oh, Embiid and Westbrook? Uh-uh. Don't get along. Bill and Simmons are not friends. Yeah. Wow, that's good. This I like is that. Yeah, you got a little bit of juice. Yeah, you got a little bit of juice in this one. That's what I like about it. Uh, tonight, it's the Grizzlies and the Warriors. Utah Jazz watching with keen interest because whomever wins will face Utah on Sunday and will take the eighth seed uh, for the uh, for the playoffs. Uh, San Francisco, um, the Warriors, they're favored by five points in this one. Is it? Do the Grizzlies keep it that close? Yeah, I do. I, I, you said something really good yesterday, Eric, that John Morant's not going to go out quiet. If he's going to go down in this season, he's going to make sure he, that he's heard uh, and that he makes his presence known. You said five and a half? Yeah. See, they just... Uh, face the Grizzlies near the end of the regular season. Yeah. And, the, uh, the last game of the regular They yeah. just played him on Sunday. Yeah, and so here's what happened. So, I mean, Steph Curry had his Steph Curry kind of game. They were up by 18 and cruising. Memphis makes an incredible comeback. Valentunas was really, really coming along strong late in the second half. They take the lead, and Steph Curry just hits three stupid, ridiculous shots right in a row, all threes, too. And you go from being up to... To down seven. I mean, it was nuts. Valanchunas had 29 and 16. What, would, what did Morant have in that game? He had 16 points, nine assists. I think like 14 of the 16 were in that fourth quarter. He was really good in that game. Steph, Steph Curry was horrible in the first, first quarter. Not great in the second quarter. Third picked it up. Fourth was incredible. He had 46 points that night. Uh, 20 of them were in the fourth. Wiggins had 21. Yeah, Wiggins was really good. Yep, absolutely. Wiggins was awesome. Eric, and that's the thing is, the, the, the problem that the Golden State Warriors give you, especially for the Jazz, is that they have so much athleticism. The Jazz don't have that much athleticism. Joe, Rudy, by Bogey is not athletic, I would say. Uh, Royce O'Neal is not athletic. The Italian medallion definitely is not athletic. But Golden State's full of athleticism everywhere you go on that on that team. And Bazemore is starting to play a lot better. In that game, Bazemore only had two points in 27 minutes of play. But uh, Steph Curry put up 22 three-point attempts. Yeah. He made nine. Yeah. But he put up 22 yeah. three-point shots. And there was a couple of them that were just really stupid shots, too. I mean, there are teams that don't attempt that many threes. Oh, yeah, I, uh, I'm i not entirely sold on the idea that Curry's going to be able to... Well, I mean, maybe Curry does average that many, I mean, double-digit threes versus the Jazz because he ain't going to go into the paint against Rudy. 
So you, I mean, maybe they do play the perimeter game against the Jazz. Swing the ball around, move it left and right, driving kick, and then try to create an open look from deep. Maybe that is their idea. Maybe that is their plan. Uh, a couple ideas coming in for the uh, Friday Five best. Whitney Houston, I want to dance with somebody. That's that's a good one. Lionel Richie all night long. That's already on Eric's Friday Five best. <laughs> but I want to dance with somebody has a great, oh, it's a great intro. Uh, 6804 text in. I take back my answer from the other day. I don't remember what answer this is. I think we should start a minor league baseball team called the Cash Valley Mullets. <laughs> and Audrey can pick the weight walk-up songs. Uh, and the pitch replacement songs. Okay, so here, here you go. The pitch replacement songs would be something about you sucking at your job. Maybe like Love Stinks from The Wedding Singer. Something like that. <laughs> from the, some Adam Sandler. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Yeah. Oh, do you know what's another? Okay. Bear with me here, Eric. Another good one is Wouldn't It Be Nice by the Beach Boys. That has a nice little click to it. I love that song. It's fun to listen to. I'd be okay if I played in as an anthem in the for a game. Hmm. Uh, four zero eight six. Don't honorable, even care. Honorable, honorable mention. Jump around. Oh, dude, the Wisconsin, Wisconsin jump around is awesome. Yeah, House of Pain. Oh, dude, that thing is so cool. All right, go ahead and take another time out here in the full court press. Uh, Continue to uh, give your submissions for the best anthems at a sporting event on our Guild Mortgage text line, 435-339-0321. And if you want to weigh in on the postseason awards, the individual awards. You know, earlier in the week, we went through our all-NBA teams. But uh, today, we want to get to the individual awards. They announced the finalists last night. But uh, we want to see who gets the postseason awards, MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, Most Improved, things like that. We'll uh, discuss that and give those out uh, next hour, but love to get, uh, get your submissions for those as well. Coming up next here on the Full Court Press. Ladies, do you have your men's ring yet? We know that he got you the perfect ring, so let's get him one that will show how much you care, such as a one-of-a-kind Damascus steel, his choice of camo, or an exquisite redwood inlay. And if you really want something out of this world, come check out our meteorite rings. For the largest selection of unique men's rings, make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Who has more pressure to win in the playoffs, Eric? Brad Stevens or Quinn Snyder? I would agree that it would be highly disappointing because of the expectation that the number one team in the NBA should at least get to the NBA Finals, at least to the conference finals. Mike Budenholzer is a great regular season coach. He is not a good playoff coach. And Quinn Snyder is rolling up that ladder, that very same ladder. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 1069. FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Every day, a truckload or sea container arrives full of furniture at Fisher Home Furnishings. Fisher's has been preparing for their Memorial Day sales event. Discounts from every name brand. In fact, you can take $50 to $1,000 off the lowest mark price. A queen-size mattress with adjustable base, $599. Sofas, $399, $499, and $599. Sectional, $699. Nobody in the area carries more inventory, and that means more selection at a better price. Fisher Home Furnishings Memorial Day sales event. Special no-interest financing is available, and shop online anytime at fisherhf.com. 
They say diamonds are a girl's best friend, particularly when she's thinking of marriage. When it comes to this important decision, visit S.E. Needham Jewelers in historic downtown Logan. We have been the part of thousands of happy engagements. You'll enjoy our vast selection of beautiful and unique engagement rings. You'll also enjoy our relaxed and elegant environment. You'll not be hurried and you'll feel no pressure as you have fun looking for the perfect ring. Where Utah gets engaged, S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This was another one of those submissions. Oh, man. This. Oh, my gosh. Who submitted this? Eight five, or excuse me, eight two six five. Eight two six five. You won my heart. You understand me? You have won my heart. This is this is from Friday Night Lights. Uh, this is when the uh, that that Panthers team walks into the Astrodome for the state championship, and they have their radio announcer like announcing this, like announcing the team coming through, kind of setting it up. Oh my gosh, I get chills. Hey, by refused oh, new noise. I love it. Uh, thanks for playing my submission. Love you too, Ajay. Oh, you are my hero. Oh, dude, that is such... And, like, you have the... Uh, the Whatever the crap those other red punks are coming on to the uh, field. Oh, dude, just the intensity of that. I love it. Great, great, great submission. Uh, let's see. 4086 also texted in, Eric. The song that Chicago Bulls played out, or it was so, the song that the Chicago Bulls came out to in the early 90s and late 90s, uh, Sweet Carolina Fenway Park, Eric, is a good one. Take Me Out to the Ball Game at Wrigley Field when Harry Carey sang it. I think or any other like celebrity who sings it during the seventh inning stretch. Bill Murray did it once, didn't he? And he was drunk. Oh, well, I'm sure he's done it more than just once. Uh, last but not least, the opening song that the Aggie basketball team plays comes out before they run onto the court. Uh, so that's uh, that's Seven Nations Seven Army. Seven Nation Army. Yeah, that's a good one. P.S. Did Cody ever make it back? Yes. Yeah, so he went to Baltimore to try sales again. Well, I haven't seen him today. And then he failed. And then He's, he. Have you w- seen him today? No. And then he didn't show up today. So I, dude, I don't get it, man. We didn't even kick him out. Is it because we left him here <laughs> to get a chance to host the show for three minutes? Did he get scared? Maybe he hit his apex, and now he's like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I've, I've lived my dream. I have lived my I dream. I hosted the full court press. I hosted the full court press. For three minutes. I was on a, pa- three on a podcast. unadulterated minutes. <laughs> and I was on with AJ Knight <laughs> and then in I the got, same day. And then I got my donuts from 9315. He got a couple. I mean, he, dude, he's like, I'm out. I've, I have. Finish while I'm on top. Stairway to heaven. <laughs> I've made it. I have made it, Eric. Uh, we'll have a Friday Five Best in the next hour, Eric. I- I'm so excited to talk with you about your All NBA selections. Where do you stand on on Coach of the Year? That's what I'm interested in. Most Improved Player there. Where you're at on that as well? Uh, I- I'm excited to talk to Utah Jazz basketball. We don't know who they're playing yet. We'll find out tomorrow night. We find out tonight. Tonight. Yeah, tonight. That uh, tips off. Uh, that's seven o'clock. Yeah, tonight. Yes, uh, tonight. I I had it. To go. Oh, there we go. It's there's going on, there's going on tonight. Come to know and love. No. 4086 jump by Van Halen. That's 7 o'clock tonight on ESPN. Dude, I'm looking forward to that one.
So stick around. Uh, we'd love to get your submissions to that too. Uh, who you think the postseason awards go to? MVP, Defensive Player of the Year, uh, Most Improved Coach. Uh, a couple different categories there. We'll weigh in on that and a couple other big things going on this weekend and an update on what's going on with Mountain Crest Baseball. Stick As around. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. This year's NBA playoff field has an NCAA tournament feel to it. Every year, we get a crash course on all the players in college basketball. And we knew most of those guys in the NBA, but we're not quite sure how the pieces fit together this season. A lot of great players have either been hurt or load managing or just out of the spotlight. Who knows what the Brooklyn Nets are going to look like with James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving on the court at the same time. We saw the Lakers in the play-in tournament, but LeBron and Anthony Davis looked a bit rusty. Then there's a whole group of teams that we know are good, but we don't know if they're great. Playoff great. Sixers, Bucks, Jazz, Nuggets. Suns have been a great story, but is anyone confident that they can make a title run or even get by the Lakers? The Heat, the defending champs in the East. The Mavs, Saluka. Get ready. It's May Madness as the NBA playoffs really get going this upcoming weekend. Should be a lot of fun. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Golfer Ricky Fowler, baseball legend Steve Garvey, former quarterback Carson Palmer, all talking about the relief they're getting from Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons. They use Level Select CBD because it works, and now you can too. As our newest sponsor, Level Select CBD is offering our listeners a great deal, 30% off your order. Go to LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DAN30, 30% off LevelSelectCBD.com, promo code DAN30, not available in Idaho, Iowa, and South Dakota. 20 years ago, Odyssey changed the putting game when they introduced the White Hot Insert. Now the most iconic, most played, most sought-after putting insert of all time is back in the new White Hot OG. White Hot OG has the same mythical combination of sound and feel and performance as the original, but with modern upgrades that are available in classic head shapes like the two-ball, the Rossi, and the number seven. White Hot OG, legendary then, iconic now. See the new Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics are in the new Providence location next to the Bank of Utah. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette, along with the entire staff, look forward to helping your family. Cache Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat, along with the Allergy Clinic, the Hearing Aid Center, and now Ascent Aesthetics, now in two locations, the Cache Valley Hospital and Providence. Most insurance products, including SelectMed, are accepted. Go to CacheValleyENT.com for more details. That's CacheValleyENT.com. Ryan Odom, the head basketball coach for your Utah State Aggies, invites you to learn the Aggie way at this year's youth basketball camps June 14th through the 17th. Registration is now open at AggiesMensBasketballCamps.com. At Ryan Odom Day Camp, develop skills that will help you take your game to the next level. For the kids, it'll be a great week of fun, basketball, and making new friends. Join Ryan Odom at this year's youth basketball camps June 14th through the 17th. Go to AggiesMensBasketballCamps.com and go. Go Aggies! Sports Talk Radio, KLGN Logan, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, and online at 1069thefan.com. what you need to know. At Golf's PGA Championship, Louis Eustacen has a one-stroke lead late in the second round. He has one hole to go. Phil Mickelson just behind him after a second round 69. Brooks Kepka is tied for second. He has two holes to go. And Hideki Matsuyama has 
three holes to go today. He's two shots back. The NBA has an elimination game tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern time, as Golden State hosts Memphis. The first round of the NBA playoffs, best of seven series, starts tomorrow. The Lakers start their best of seven at Phoenix Sunday. In fact, Sunday's slate of four games starts with the 76ers hosting Washington, 1 p.m. Eastern Sunday. Manny Pacquiao back in the ring, amazingly, at age 42. This summer, he'll fight undefeated Earl Spence in August in Las Vegas in a welterweight unification bout. And the Dodgers and Padres, and now the Angels have announced they're back to full capacity for fans in mid-June as California opens. I'm Steve DeSager. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Ajay Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Thanks for tuning in. Whether it's on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, the 106.9 The Fan mobile app, streaming us online, 106.9thefan.com, or listening to us on a podcast, either there on the website or wherever you find podcasts, you can submit or uh, subscribe to our podcast wherever you find podcasts. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for listening. I uh, had a great First hour talking about arena anthems. And uh, boy, a lot of different submissions that have come through. Uh, I'll be honest, had me second guessing a few that I had. I may have to adjust a few things. Oh, look at you. You got to take out some Richard Marks. <laughs> Put in some Kenny G. Leon Rose texting, yeah, give Cody the donuts, and then he runs away. How does that work? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, good question. We hook him up. We give him a donut. We give him a little bit of airtime by himself. And then he's like, you know what? I'm out. I've hit the pinnacle. I've done everything I could ask. Everything that I've dreamed of. <laughs> I'm retiring. Uh, we've had some great submissions. Uh, oh, what, man, what do you think awesome. the, the awesome. best arena anthems for when you're at a ball game? And thank you for like updating my playlist music because I there's a ton ton of stuff I need to add in. So it's been a great. Oh man, it's been road. great, Eric. It's, it's been just, awesome. It's awesome to think about it because we're hearing more and more about arenas opening up and full capacity or even expanded capacity than where they were. So we're able to go back to these places and experience these sporting events with other humans, and it's really exciting to be thinking about this, especially in light of the Utah Jazz, which will begin their uh, playoff run on Sunday night in Salt Lake City. Uh, We don't know who they're going to face yet. Could be Golden State, could be Memphis. I think it'll probably more likely be Golden State. But um, I think that's a good draw for the Jazz. Steph Curry is going to be a tough cover, but uh, as we saw in the series, their one game uh, play-in with the Lakers, they don't have a lot of other weapons that can can really hurt you, but they're also a very good defensive team. They were able to limit the Lakers in ways that a lot of people didn't expect or see coming. So uh, I think it'll be a good series. I still think the Jazz have the advantage. 
But uh, they have to get past Memphis tonight. Memphis isn't going to just go away easy. Either. Yeah, they're not going to lay down just because it's Golden State. Yeah, they play physical, tough defense. They got a lot of uh, love. A lot of the the attitudes on the of the players on that team. Um, I, I think it's going to be a fun, interesting game tonight. I hope. I hope it's not a repeat of what we saw last night. Because man, if you uh, suffer from insomnia, just watch uh, last night's game on repeat. Yeah, that was crazy. Oh, it's not crazy. It's just disappointing that we need. I mean. But give Eric, give Washington credit. They competed. Yeah. They went out there. They came ready to play, and they just, I mean, they punched him right in the mouth and just kept coming right at him. He didn't let up. Give Washington credit for coming and coming ready to play. Um, I want to get to some comments from Adam Silver that he made today. Okay. Um, you know, there are some people saying that, uh, well, the New York Knicks, uh, look, the NBA should be happy that the New York Knicks are in the playoffs and they're a you know decent team this year. Um, it's you know big market teams are up, they're competitive, so that's got to be good for the league, right? And he says, well, it's it's yeah, sure, that's great, but that's not everything. I'll only say on behalf of some of the smaller markets and and look at the Milwaukee Bucks, for example, with Giannis. He obviously decided to re-up his contract and stay there. There's truly not just a national market for NBA basketball these days, but a global market. And while it's great to have a collective bargaining system, you know, where every team is in a position to compete and, and sure, you know, there, it's, it's great to see all this interest around these big market teams. I, I, where, where I cringe a bit is when I hear people say somehow the league needs it to be successful. That was great. Uh, but talking about just to finish what he had to say while this reboots, <laughs> uh, he cringes when people say that they need big market teams to be good for the league to be successful. And then he he continues by adding this. Our goal, of course, is always to have a competitive 30 team league. So it, 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 it's more to me happenstance that you see all these big markets competing this year. Obviously, you know, it's it, as a New Yorker. It's fun for me to see the Knicks and Nets competing here in town. Obviously, it's what people like to talk about that their hometown teams. But but again, I you know I'm most focused on having a, a competitive league, and 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 we're we're seeing really positive signs that you're, there are opportunities regardless of where those teams are located. I like him, and I agree. I mean, he's like he, one of the other things that he said and it must have been in the port part that got cut off a little bit is he was comparing the NBA to um, the uh, the NFL uh, and some of the comments that he made that uh, the actually this was in a different clip um, but which is not available here but he was saying that the, there was some discussion about uh, limiting games should the NBA stay at 72 games instead of getting back to 82. And he said, certainly one of the biggest things is that fewer games means fewer uh, fewer opportunities for revenue. And that's a that's a big concern. Um, but he, if you look at what the NFL is doing, and the, there's fewer games, so every every game means a lot more to the NFL. But he also said that pointed to the NFL that look, the uh, some of the more successful franchises are not in the biggest markets, and the NFL still has great years without having to be a great team in a major media market. So uh, that's something that the NBA is uh, is improving on. But do you buy that? Does, if it's um, 
say the Utah Jazz win, and the, they're the team that uh, that comes out of this. Are, are is the NBA going to be happy with that? That it's a smaller one of the smaller uh, uh, markets. You know, I've kind of came to the conclusion that I don't think they care who wins. They care what the matchups are, though. Like, if the Utah Jazz win it, they win it. I mean, give them credit. They played well. They made their shots. They played defense and scored more points than the other team. What I think they are wanting is the matchups. Like, the Lakers-Warriors matchup could not have been a bigger ratings draw and a huge, I mean, a more bigger success for the NBA than what you saw it was. You, you talked about the numbers yesterday in, in viewership. Yeah, that that one game covers up the the awful blowouts in the several other games that we've seen so far. Would you say that one game, the Lakers and Golden State, because of that one game, then we can live with the other blowouts and bad games that we've seen? Uh, oh, man. Oh, jeez. Yeah, well, maybe. I mean, look, we, I mean, the blowouts we've seen it just come from, I mean, Eastern Conference alone. Like, if it was come from both the Western and Eastern Conference, then we'd have an issue. But it's just, I mean, and it's the Eastern Conference, and I feel like, I mean, unless you're, you know, the team awaiting that team in the play-in, you really don't care. But in regards to the Western Conference, I mean, it's it, it, it's it's been great. I think everybody from both the Eastern Conference side and the Western Conference side tune in to watch it. Uh, I think that'll be the case tonight. Um, but, you know, going back to your market situation, um, I I do have the... I have the theory, Eric, that they are looking for matchups within the playoffs. So, for example, Warriors and the Jazz, if that's what it is, you're going to tell me that they wouldn't mind seeing Steph Curry versus Kawhi Leonard play each other or see uh, Paul George and Draymond, Draymond Green go at it? If it's Memphis and the Jazz, I don't think they don't get I mean, they don't give a crap. But what you have to worry yeah, about. They'll, they'll try to hype John Morant as a yeah exciting up-and-coming player. But but the, what you have to worry about, Eric, is, is when you get to the second round and if it is the Clippers. I mean, they are going to look for any which way to make sure the Clippers get a favorable opportunity to be in the Western Conference Finals, especially if the Lakers are on the other side of the bracket having momentum in doing the same. Then you have a problem. And, I, and that's what scares me the most, is that the Jazz aren't going to lose. The Jazz are going to get screwed. I honestly have that fear. But see, the... The San Antonio Spurs, and I keep going back to this argument, San Antonio Spurs are not the biggest media market. Mm-hmm. And if the NBA is about manufacturing the best possible scenarios, then the Spurs wouldn't have been there and gotten back to where they were either. Yeah. 5338 texted into the show, the NFL has revenue sharing, does it not? I'm not sure if the NBA has that. That may explain the success of smaller market teams in the NFL. So the NBA does have revenue sharing. In fact, it's been a little bit of a point of of contention and controversy. Uh, The New York Knicks have been whining a little bit. Imagine that. I know. Dolan is a weird jerk. Uh, But they've been whining, saying that they don't want to, because of COVID, 
they think that they shouldn't have to share uh, revenues like they normally do. But uh, to my knowledge, Adam Silver is holding them to their signed agreements that the collective bargaining agreement that they have and their participation as owners that they do have uh, revenue sharing. So like if you're an NBA franchise and you pay into the luxury tax, that money that, uh, that you pay really helps go to uh, and support some of these those smaller markets and other teams that do not pay into the luxury. What a, That's part of how that distribution works. Yeah, that makes sense. And by the way, like, and, and speaking of which, Eric, because we're going to get to our first round predictions uh, here in a little bit. If New York were not to win the series, wouldn't that kind of go against the theme? I mean, if Atlanta beats New York in the first round, because New York's like the fan favorite all over the NBA, they want to see the Knicks move on. It's a big market. And if they don't win in the first yeah, round to Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks, doesn't it kind of go against that theory? It's a it's a big market, yes, but it's also a feel good story just because the Knicks have been out of it for so long, mm-hmm. and it is a historic franchise. Um, you know, people really want to see the Knicks do well. I mean, the Atlanta Hawks have some history on their side too, not quite to the same level, but. It, it's it is different. I, but I yeah, but it, I mean, it, it, if you're asking the NBA world who do you want to win, Atlanta or the Knicks, you're going to take the Knicks all day. Yes. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, it's true. Four three five three three nine zero three two one. If you want to weigh in here on our uh, Guild Mortgage text line, uh, the NBA individual awards were uh, at least the finalists for the individual awards were announced last night. And there are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six different individual awards. Uh, the uh, all NBA teams, those will be announced a little bit later. But the finalists were revealed last night uh, the most valuable player. Uh, I'll read the finalists, and Ajay, you tell me if you're surprised by who's on the list. Okay. Uh, finalists are most valuable player. Of course, these are in no particular order. Nikola Jokic from the Never Nuggets, Joel Embiid from the Philadelphia 76ers, and Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors. Joel Embiid is a huge surprise. Huge surprise. Why? Over Steph Curry? Steph Curry's a finalist. Oh, he is a finalist. Okay, sorry. Joel Embiid, Nikola Jokic, and Steph Curry are finalists? Yes. Okay, so I take out Joel Embiid. And I put in Chris Paul. Or I take out Joel Embiid and I put in, God, you know, look, I, I know the Knicks are a feel-good story, but Julius Randle's been really, really good. No, he's not MVP caliber, though. So why is Julian beating MVP caliber? Look, they're the number one team in the East. Okay, so why isn't Rudy Gobert on the MVP list? Uh, Joel Embiid's been great uh, scoring, defending, rebounding. Oh, so Rudy Gobert hasn't? Joel Embiid scores more. He's better offensive weapon, more impactful offensively. Uh, I, th- I think Rudy Gobert is just as impactful than Joel Embiid is. Uh, Jokic, I mean, it doesn't matter because Jokic is going to win this thing running away. I don't have any surprises, though. Okay, besides Joel Embiid, sorry. I don't, 
everyone, I, Steph Curry should be on there. Jokic should be on there. I think Jokic is the runaway, too. Okay, so that's going to be my next question. So those are the finalists. Who wins it? Yeah, Jokic, and it should be Jokic. See, I've got Jokic as well. Okay, who takes second, Curry or Embiid? Embiid. I have Curry. The way Curry's played in the second half of the season, as he's more current on people's minds, he'll probably get a little bit more recognition. Dude, he's taking a but team. But Embiid has been with, solid all no, year. Curry's taken a team with Draymond Green being Draymond Green. But Baysmore, Wiseman's not even playing right now. Like, and dude, they're they have a chance to be eighth in the playoffs without Clay Thompson. And it's about ninety nine percent due to the fact that Steph Curry's on the court. Okay, uh, and the that team winning percentage from one year to the next was vastly improved, and really the only difference is Steph Curry. I will grant you that. Uh, Coach of the Year finalists. Quinn Snyder for the Utah Jazz, Tom Thibodeau for the New York Knicks, and Monty Williams for the Phoenix Suns. Surprised by any of those selections? Yeah, I like where it's at. Yeah, I like where it's at. Those would be be my three candidates. I I don't know that there's too many others beyond Well, okay, uh, Doc Rivers, yes or no? You could, yeah, in consideration, but I wouldn't put him ahead of any of those other three guys. Why? He's the number one. He has the number one team in the uh, Eastern Conference. Yeah, he does. Now, Quinn Snyder, Tom Thibodeau, Monty Williams, both had uh, all all three of them saw significant improvements with their teams from one year to the next. Uh, last year, the Knicks were the 12th team in the East. Now they're fourth. The Suns were the 10th. Now they're the number two team. The Jazz were the sixth team to finish the year. Now they're number one, not just in the West, but the number one overall. So who wins the Coach of the Year award from those three? Uh, it's going to be Monty Williams, but that's the incorrect choice. He shouldn't win it, and that's really unfortunate. Uh, it should be Tom Thibodeau. And Quinn Snyder's second. See, I would say, I think Quinn Snyder's going to win. Oh, dude, that'd be the greatest thing in the world. He's going to finish third. He's the number that has the team as number one in the net rating. A, the, the only team to be in the top four in offense and in defense. And they were the best team for the vast majority of the season. Yeah, I, I'm with you, Eric. I would love. I mean, absolutely love it, love it, love it, love it. If that was the case, um, but that's that's just not gonna that's not gonna be the case. Uh, he's gonna finish third, and it's probably gonna be a distant third. Um, Tom Thibodeau took a Knicks team with Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett, uh, and and finished fourth in the playoffs when they probably weren't even supposed to make the playoffs, according to a lot of predictions. They uh, also finished fourth in defensive efficiency. That's yeah, it doesn't matter though. They don't care. What they care about is where you were and where you are. And they were nowhere close to the playoffs last year, and now they're fourth in the conference this year. Monty Williams, uh, they were 8-0 in the bubble, still missed the playoffs. Chris Paul comes and saves the day, turns the team around. They're second in the West, and and Monty Williams is going to get every bit of credit for that. That's unfortunate. That shouldn't happen. 
That that should absolutely, positively should not happen. Phoenix Suns have the best road record. They also have the best record against teams above 500 with their uh, uh, winning percentage. Still finished second in the West. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a big jump. I Oh, come on, Eric. It's Chris Paul. <laughs> Be, I mean, come on, man. Uh, let's see. Uh, 8003 says, sounds like a good pick six question, period. Who finishes second? Oh. 5338, will the Full Court Press be having a postseason awards show? No. <laughs> uh, 5788 text into the show. First of all, he says his song is White Stripes by Seven Nation Army. Love that song. And then he says, uh, 5788 continues, East is garbage, though. Much harder to be elite in the West. That's true. That's 100% true. Very true. That is 100% true. And that, absolutely true. What did I see today uh, for the 20th time in the last 21 seasons, the West had a better uh, had a winning percentage against their opponents in the East by a good margin. It's just the teams in the West have over the last 20 years have always been better than the teams in the East. It's always more challenging to play and win in the West. Uh, all right, moving on to the next. Uh, individual postseason award defensive player of the year. The finalists: Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, and Ben Simmons. If Rudy Gobert doesn't win this award, they need to ban the award. Period. If Rudy Gobert doesn't win this going away, then they need to really seriously consider how they come up with their qualifications Watch, for postseason Watch, awards. Watch, man. There's a media bias there, and. <laughs> Watch. It's going to be Tom Thibodeau as Coach of the Year and Ben Simmons as your Defensive Player of the Year. It won't happen. Rudy's going to win the award. You know, we think. We don't know that. But it's just by what what <sighs> margin. Should be. He's number two in rebounds per game. He's number one in blocks per game. His defensive, defensive efficiency and a lot of other advanced stats that you look at, uh, he is by far and away. Uh, historic numbers. Speaking of historic, Eric, A003 full court press posters and awards. AJ sweeps every category. That is historic. <laughs> what categories are there? Like, Eric, most prone to show up late? Oh, really? You've never shown up late? <laughs> yeah, you've never shown up late? Huh, you moldy corn dog? <laughs> no, I've never had a show where I started on my own for the first 10 minutes and you walk in. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Here, here's my thought. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Look, I mean, best voice, best intro, best. Uh, I mean, the the one I might lose in is pick six, <laughs> but everything else, yeah. I'm pretty good. Best pick six proficiency. Best insulter, most comical, best singer. Yeah. Best pitcher? Yeah. Run away with it. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah, of course you would. Yeah, let's keep going. Uh, most improved player. Uh, this one may be a little bit more subjective, and I'm curious to see what you think on this. The finalists are Jeremy Grant, the Detroit Pistons, Michael Porter Jr. from the Denver Nuggets, and Julius Randle from the New York Knicks. I'm taking MPJ. He's gotten so much better. Like, 
I used to compare MPJ with Danny Green in regards to dumbness in basketball. <laughs> yes. Like the incredibly low IQ they used to have. Both of them. We are, are, we're just not very smart. Danny Green's still kind of dumb. But I feel like MPJ's gotten a lot better. See, I would give the award to Jeremy Grant. He went from a bench rotation player at the, in the Denver to a legitimate star an impact player for Detroit. Yeah, Detroit's not a great team, but Jeremy Grant played a really big role. 22.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, 2.8 assists. Uh, just from where he was a year ago to where he is now, uh, big improvement from Jeremy Grant. Yeah, I would agree. But I think there's going to be a lot of people emotionally going with Julius Randle. Randle, yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, final or the finalists for the rookie of the year: Lamelo Ball at Charlotte, Anthony Edwards at Minnesota, and Tyrese Halliburton at Sacramento. So I've got Lamelo Ball. I think the improvement that the Hornets made when he was on the court was tremendous, and when he was off the court, you could tell. You could you could absolutely see where they were hurting. I agree. I think that he saved his position as rookie of the year by the way he was able to come back and finish the year. If he had remained out with his wrist injury, Anthony Edwards may have stolen it from him. He made it interesting, but in the end, it still should go to LaMelo Ball. A guy averaged 16 points, nearly six rebounds, and six assists a game, plus 1.6 steals per game as a rookie. Those are phenomenal numbers as a rookie. Wow. And then finally, the sixth man of the year, two two jazz men on this one, Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles, and Derrick Rose from the New York Knicks. Uh, yeah, I've, well, I I don't care. As long as Joel or Jordan wins it, I'm going to be happy. I really am. I'm going to be thrilled, man. If Derrick Rose wins this thing, I'm going to go ape crap on a lot of, <laughs> on a lot of NBA voters, and I'm going to lose my cool on Twitter. I would have come out of nowhere. Uh, oh, my gosh. Wouldn't it? Yes. Wouldn't it? I all said, it's like, yeah, Derrick Rose is that guy. Watch. Watch. Here's what's going to happen. Dibs is going to win Coach of the Year. Julius Randle will win Most Improved Player of the Year. Derrick Rose will win Sixth Man of the Year. And Defensive Player of the Year will go to Ben Simmons. If that won't set the world on fire, <laughs> I don't know what will. East Coast bias. Oh, man. That could be – no. Uh, I got Jordan Clarkson, and I got it in a runaway. Jordan Clarkson's my guy, too. Just his uh, offensive prowess coming off the bench and – Providing that uh, offensive punch with that second unit is just amazing. Um, like he eighteen point four points compared to Joe's twelve, four rebounds. Joe averages about the same. Joe does average more assists per game than Jordan, but uh, I just think Jordan's impact as an offensive flamethrower when the Jazz need him it just can't be overstated. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I'm going to be so happy for Clarkson. Or if it's Joe, that's great. I, uh, I I would not I would not argue either way. If it goes to Rose, then we're gonna have a problem. <laughs> As, you laugh, but I'm serious. If it goes to Rose, I'm gonna have by the way, Derek Rose put on something on Instagram. I swear it's like a campaign to be the sixth man of the year. He says, Imagine imagine having your dream dropper working for a company for ten plus years. Blood, sweat, and tears, and somebody from another company approach you and say, Hey, you look like your vintage self today. LMAO. You don't know them at all, and they think they know you because they watch you perform a little bit from afar. 
the crap you would throw, uh, the crap would throw you off, right? You had your ups and downs in the company, right? You're human. But what if the numbers say you were more efficient that year? What if you're a totally different player? It's nothing vintage about my game but my floaters. I don't dunk or jump high anymore. I'm not killing you with speed, nor am I a one-on-man fast break. Uh, or excuse me, a one-man fast break anymore. I don't even shoot my reverse layups. I'm a totally different player. I love chess, so I would put it this way. I lost my queen early in the game, but I fought my way back into... Boy, I about said something. Way back to get one of, one of my pawns down the board to get her back. If you know chess, that's a very hard process to achieve. And if you really know how to play... You know, even more, the master games are won with a few pieces on the board, and it's about strategy. He concludes, that was growing up in crap poor Chicago, and nobody understand my pain and dreams but me. Vintage or not, I'm extremely blessed and skilled. So is he trying to, like, campaign for the Sixth Man of the Year award? No, I think he's just saying he's uh, he's changed his game over time, and he's a different player than he was when he was an MVP. He's worked his way because he was kind of a forgotten guy. He was out of the league. He had injuries, and people thought, man, this guy is washed up. But uh, he went to Minnesota, kind of revived his his career there and bounced around a little bit still and still doing some things in the league and as a sixth man for New York. Eight zero zero three text in. I don't know about this MPJ, but PB and J very underrated and very satisfying. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Thank you. Uh, Five seven eight eight. If Gobert and Clarkson Ingles don't win the respective awards, it proves these awards are a popularity contest, not based on skill. I think it's worth noting this is voted on by a, a global panel of sports writers and broadcasters. So. It's, it's about the writers and the broadcasters. They are the ones who determine these outcomes. All right, we need to take a quick time out here in the Full Court Press. Love to continue to get your thoughts on this. Like, who do you think should win some of these awards? Does Quinn Snyder, well, do you think he legit has a chance? Will he actually, I know he's a finalist, so yes, he has a chance. But will he win it or will it go to more of the uh, emotional favorites of Tom Thibodeau or Monty Williams? Um, and some of the other postseason awards. Plus, you got a little bit of time still if you want to weigh in on our best arena anthems for sporting events. 435-339-0321 to join us here on the Full Court Press. Ladies, do you have your men's ring yet? We know that he got you the perfect ring, so let's get him one that will show how much you care, such as a one-of-a-kind Damascus steel, his choice of camo, or an exquisite redwood inlay. And if you really want something out of this world, come check out our meteorite rings. For the largest selection of unique men's rings, make it special, make it Jarek's at 930 North Main in Logan. Jarek's find jewelry. Make it special, make it Jarek's. The Elements Lunch Menu is full of delicious items prepared with a personal touch at an affordable price. Elements Wood-Fired Pizzas and Calzones are an excellent choice for lunch that include barbecue chicken, classic pepperoni, or the whiteout with garlic cream, parmesan, house ricotta, and fresh mozzarella. From batter to order halibut with seasoned fries to the fan favorite, Thai shrimp curry and more, Lunch at Elements is also available for takeout. Casual or professional, open Monday through Saturday for lunch and dinner. Visit TheElementsRestaurant.com for reservations. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. I think that they should do weight division, like boxing, heavyweight, light, heavy. If you had weight divisions, and let's say 
Those over 235 pounds are in the heavyweight division. You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody, probably in the world, faster than DK Metcalf at that at that size. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings from 7 to 10 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric Franson on Jay Salveson. Would this be an, an arena anthem? No. No. Heck no. Nor should it be. Just because it's country. You're, you're biased against the no, country. No, I'm saying because no one's going to be like, man, I'm getting really pumped up listening to this garbage. Who is this? Travis Tritt? Uh, Ronnie Dunn. Uh, nobody knows who that is. Except Ronnie Dunn. Sure we've got some country... Fans. I highly doubt it. I very highly doubt it. Uh, hey, let's get an update on what's going on with the Mountain Crest Mustangs down at uh, the 4A Baseball Championship Series, which begins today, continues tomorrow. Game one happening right now. Well, what's the latest on that uh, Mountain Crest game? Yeah, so Snow Canyon, the bottom of the second, uh, scored two runs without a hit, Eric. Yeah, Mount Chris had an error and then a few pitches that went into the dirt and got past. And uh, Stone Canyon is able to score a couple of runs. So it's 3 1. And we go into the bottom of the fifth, actually through five, excuse me. So we go to the top of the sixth. Uh, 3 1. Braden Schist now, after struggling there in the second inning, he's now uh, retired nine, the last nine hitters. So. In fact, nope, I have lied. It just went final. Snow Canyon has beaten Mountain Crest 3-1 to one in game one of the 4A title series. So, Braden Schiss ends up taking the loss. He, Eric, the Snow Canyon Warriors got two hits and still beat Mountain Crest. That's, two that's hits rough. And still beat Mountain Crest. There was a couple wild pitches that dropped third strike in the bottom of the second, and that's how the Snow Canyon wins it. By the way, in prep track and field, Eric... Logan's Amber Karchner is the 4A state champion in high jump. Uh, she cleared the bar at 5-4. She'll also be one of the favorites in the Saturday long jump as well. So congratulations to her. Nice. Well, what, a, what an athlete. Yeah. 5-4. Dude, that's taller than me. And she was, uh, she was great for the uh, girls' basketball team, too. Oh, she was phenomenal. Yeah. All those Karchners are, though, I think. All right, Andre, it's time for our uh, Friday Five Best. Here now is my favorite story of the week. The Friday Five Best on the Full Court Press. Long weekend, baby. That's right, the five best. Sometimes it's a different category and different theme this week. What are the five best anthems at a sporting event. And we didn't put any different qualifiers other than that. AJ has tried to disqualify different recommendations people have been submitting Richard all afternoon. Marks, Carrie Underwood? Yeah, they should be disqualified, Eric. <laughs> Pull your head out. Number five. Number five for me uh, on my list. Seven Nation Army from White Stripes. 
It's one that we hear. Um, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, that the the Aggies play. You hear it a lot of different arenas, and it's on my list. That's number five on my list. My number five is going to be "Can't Stop" by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like the intro of that song alone is glorious. That is, yeah, that is a very, very well done song. Doesn't get played enough. Can't in stop. Yeah, can't stop by Red Hot Chili Peppers. All right, now I gotta see if I can find that one. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, it has that uh, that drum that kind of leads up to the guitar, and then you have that guitar solo for a little bit. Oh, it's good. Yep. Ooh, yeah. That's a good one. I know. <laughs> Very good. All right, that's number five on your list? Yep. All right. I'm just waiting for it to really get into the... Uh... There we go. That's a good one. And you turn it off. I know. <laughs> this is Call oh, Eric. This is getting bumped. Come on, dude. All right, uh, number four. Number four on my Friday Five best. Climax in the movie. We're changing it. <laughs> he for the win. Wow, let's watch Matlock. It's great. Uh, it's like the Annie, the Raiders and Annie. <laughs> That's Heidi, dude. Oh, it's a Heidi. Yeah, it's Heidi. the Heidi game. Sorry, Heidi. Can't believe you just did that. <laughs> and I'm I'm younger than you, and I knew that. I know. That's embarrassing. That's sad. All right, number four. Don't Stop Believing by Journey. What? Okay. I can do that. That's one of those songs where it comes on, and everybody gets up and starts singing. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, you know, I could actually do I could go with that. It's got a good theme, right? If you're yeah. at a sporting event, don't stop believing. Keep, yeah. Keep trying. Okay, dude, we don't need the freaking like moral story of it all, Eric. Dude, why do you do that? I'm going to slap you. Man, I'm like ready to hear him sing and like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> we got to keep this moving. We can't. We got to get to your number four. God, unreal, dude. <laughs> just giving him a flavor. Just give Okay. Just the taste, the tease. Oh, would you stop it? Okay, my number four is Rob Zombie, more human than human. Oh. But, Eric, no, before you yeah, find that's it. a good one. You have to find the edited version of that song. Well, that's why I know if I have it in our system. Well, uh, well if it's in the system, it's, it's clean. If it's in that system, it's clean. There's no uh, way it's not because it's the radio ed- edit. <laughs> we don't have it in the system. Okay. Well, uh, the the uh, the Rob Zombie version. <laughs> uh, the re- there's a remix version. There's the normal version, and both are really, really, really good. Um, please be the clean version, Eric. I swear, dude. If it's not, we're screwed. We're never having a Should show. I just ever let again. it play through for a little bit first. <laughs> Oh, please. I'm praying like never have I ever prayed so hard on the show. Please be the clean version. I almost don't even want to listen. Oh, man. If this is a bad version, there's a kid listening. We're all going to jail, Eric. 
Now, this is a great tune. Oh, thank great. Thank you. Great. Tune. Oh, dude, this is so good. Can you believe how old this great album is? Great pump-up music, yeah. This album is so old. 1995. Good heck. Oh, man, this, this stuff fires me up. Oh, yeah. It's a good one. Good one. All right. Number three. Number three on my list of arena anthems. Sweet Caroline by Neil Diamond. Oh, my gosh, dude. You, this is pathetic. What? Why do you say that's pathetic? Okay, the only reason it's good is because Boston plays it. If it was played in at a jazz game at... Eric, this doesn't get your juices going. This is one of those, everybody gets up and they're singing it. Everybody gets into it. Nobody gets fired up about it. This is a great Except song in, Boston, in an arena. man, or in New York. Nobody Where cares about this song. There is no way. This is gross. Neil Diamond, baby. Why are you dancing? Stop dancing, dude. But then I know Watch. You're going to you're gonna shut it off right before we get there, too. Stop dancing, man. You're just creeping me out. Come on. You can't tell me if this song comes on when you're at a game. You're not standing up and you're getting your jive on when it comes to the chorus. Touching hands. All right. Touching you. <laughs> I mean, when we were there. Red socks suck. Come on. It's a great. I can't believe you. It's a great arena anthem. 6804. For years, the entire Penn State Stadium was seeing Sweet Carolina football games. That ended badly, but it is a good song. Uh, 9315. Yay for Neil Diamond and go, Eric. This is a great one. Yes. Amen. 3712. Sweet Carolina is the personification of the whitest dad in a Hawaiian t shirt <laughs> trying to be cool at the outdoor family barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> if you come up to this dad in the Hawaiian shirt being cool at an outdoor family barbecue and you say, Hey, can you make me a hamburger? He goes, boom, you're a hamburger. Oh, my gosh, dude. Don't. Okay. Don't, Eric. All right. Uh, number three for you. My number three is In the Air Tonight by Phil Collins. Ooh. That is a very, very, it's it's uh, it's subtle. But, it, I mean, when you hear it, though, especially when you get to the drums, which you're going to probably turn off before we get there or as we get there, which is fine, whatever, good for you. But the ba 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 you know, and then Phil Collins hits his lyrics. Dude. Yeah, when it gets to that, those drums. Yeah. And we won't hear it because you'll turn it off. But, I mean, you're like, you're just, you're the dad who changes the channel as the show's getting good or the game's getting really good. My sister would do that on the TV all the time. Oh, man, this is so good. I know there's a lot of versions of this song. Lost Prophets did it. Kelly Sweet did one version of it. It's really good, actually. But Phil Collins, the original, is always the best version. Yeah, it is. Oh, man, that is so good. It takes a long time to get to the drum. It does. It does, yeah. So I'm not... So we got to move on. We got to move on. We got to move on. That's a good choice, but you, though. But you know where I'm going with oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. 
Because then when it comes up, everyone is dun 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 dun. Yep. Everybody chimes. Oh man, everyone loves it. Yeah. All right, number two on our Friday Five Best, the five best arena anthems. If you're at a sporting event, "We Will Rock You" by Queen. You're not feeling it? No. No, you're right. You're right. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Overplayed, but it was good. It had its yeah. great run. Everybody stomps, everybody claps, or they're hitting the, the chairs. Yeah, you talk about everybody in the arena getting into it. Yeah, okay. That, that's a good pick. Yeah, maybe it was a little overplayed. 80s. But, I mean, why not, though, much right? Much the 90s. Why we don't not? hear it as much anymore. Yeah. Why not? But it's a good one to bring back. Oh, man, that's... Dude, just that voice screaming in the mic. You got to like that. You got to love that. All right, number two for you. This one was really, really, really tough. Number two on my list is going to be Rock and Roll. The one song with the bad dude. You know what song I'm talking about. Come on, we just played it yesterday. Remember the guy who's a scumbag, but the song is so good? We talked about it yesterday, Rock and Roll. Oh, okay. by Gary Glitter. Yeah, the Hay song. They used to call it the Hay song. Rock yeah. and Roll Part 2. Love that song. Yep. I don't care about the dude. The drumsticks didn't do anything wrong. The guitar didn't do anything wrong. The computers didn't do anything wrong. Don't punish them. This is a great song. This is a great song. Yeah. Very good. Great choice. Yeah. I know. I know. I can't believe you picked Sweet Caroline, dude. That's, That's such a wasted opportunity for somebody else. I'm going to let it roll because this is actually my number one. This is my, for me, this is the number one arena anthem. Hey! 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 Yeah, that's good stuff, man. Really, really good one. Okay, Eric, my number one. It's going to be one you haven't thought about. It is called, you can find it on YouTube, Jock Jam's Mega Mix. This has a little bit of everything in it. This has about everything in it. Which year? Uh, Is it Jock Jam's Mega Mix 1997? Jock Jam's Mega Mix 2000? Jock Jam's Mega Mix 2. Okay. Jock Jam's okay, Mega okay, Mix okay, Clean. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, hold on. Okay. Okay. Put Space Jam Remix in YouTube. Space Jam Remix. Yep. Oh, and then boy. you'll see one that says Jock Jam's Mega Mix. Click on that one. And get ready to wet your pants. Uh, I'm scrolling. Come on, dude. NBA Remix Space Jam. NBA Remix Space Jam song? Yeah. That's it. Oh, man. This, I get fired up. 
I get freaking fired up every time. Oh yeah, dude, I'm I'm getting the juices right now. Oh god, yeah. Watch, here it comes. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you get everything. This in is this. good. This is throwing a little bit of everything. Yeah, in dude. Oh, you get everything in this, man. This is really, really good. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Let it roll. Oh yeah. Dude. Oh my gosh, it does a little bit of everything. Yeah. I love that song. Freaking love this song. Dude, that is good stuff right there. Just because it goes one into the next. I can't imagine how many listeners I just ticked off right there with that number one. <laughs> Put out is my number one song. I, You know what? I, I realized I... Do you have any honorable mentions? I, I neglected to play actually the, the music from my number five. Oh, what is your number five? Oh, yeah. So for folks who don't yeah. know what... This is played as the Aggies on the basketball game are walking onto the court. Yes. And then you got... I missed this, but the whole student body would slap the mat and their chairs right in front of them. Oh, dude. A lot of pep bands play this, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's cool. Oh, man, that's good. That is good. Yeah, it's Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. Sorry, I didn't play that earlier. Uh, that, any, that's our Friday Five Best. Any honorable mentions? Uh, Jump Around, House of Pain, Thunderstruck from ACDC. Dude, that is kind of a shame we didn't, we didn't do Thunderstruck on there. Or TNT, right? Oh, yeah. That's, that's good another one. good one. Under Pressure by Queen. That's a good one. Most of these are older. Like, what's yeah. a good? I mean, Seven Nation Army. That's a little more current. Yeah, it's but, a little bit more current. So, um, I mean, are we just do we just not have great. I you know I actually I used to have a list pump of... pump up songs anymore. Yeah, I actually while you think about that and do Bright some research, Lights, we do Baker need to take a, a really good one. Yeah, we need a to take a break out. anyways. Yeah. So if you've got any other recommendations, what's a current one? We've had some Metallica. We've had some great stuff from the '80s and the '90s. But what are some great current songs? We did have Drake earlier. Oh, Somebody man, submit I that. missed a couple of these. So uh, we'll, we'll get into those coming up on the other side of the break here on the Full Court Press. Here's Chad, the lawn doctor, with a tip for your lawn. Just a couple tips for this summer for a healthier lawn. Raise your lawnmower blade a notch or two. Longer grass helps conserve water and fight against stress. Double check your sprinkler coverage and watering times. Then, call the lawn doctor to put down a grub preventative and to try our popular new two-service soil enrichment program. Fertilizer, weed, and pest control. Call the lawn doctor at 753-LAWN or go to lawndoctorcashvalley.com. There's a lot of strain on various industries right now. Supply stretched thin as demand is at an all-time high. If you are building or remodeling and are looking for ideas for stone to face your home, it's crazy! Coldwater Stone and Tree Modern and Castellite and Logan want to take that frustration and challenge away from you. They are a local homegrown business with stone products made by Coldwater and sold by Castellite. Stop in and make your choice today for brick, block, rock, paver, and tile. Go where the pros go. Online at Castellite.com. 
Hi, this is James Stevens with White Pine Funeral Services. At White Pine, we value compassion, integrity, and service. We are committed to serving you and treating your family as our family. We will be here when you need us most to listen, to help, and to provide exactly what your circumstances require. At White Pine, we promise to dedicate our time and attention to you and your family. We invite you to come by and meet us. We're confident you'll feel a difference. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is a great tune also. From that. Yeah. Hey, uh, 3712 three, seven, text in. Says Cinderella, Cinderella Man by Eminem. I need to listen to that one. I didn't know that one. Cinderella Man by Eminem. Uh, six four seven six says hand clap by Fitz and the tantrums is pretty good. Okay. Hand clap by Fitz and the tantrums. I'll have to listen to that. I've never heard that one before. That's what I'm talking about, man. It's gonna be a great playlist I'm gonna put together. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, good. Oh, good addition. I can make your hands clap. Yeah, that's a good song. That's a good one. Uh, I like that def- one. That's a good one. Good choice. Absolutely. Thank good you. Choice. Thank I, you. Uh, I was thinking about, um, man, I mean, Send the Pain Below by Chevelle's really good. Uh, I mean, there's so many songs you could use. Uh, Ready to Go by Republica. Oh, that should have been on my top five. Shame on me. Ready to Go by Republica is really, really, really good. I came out in 93, 94, I think. That's a hit one. Eric, uh, first round matchups, we start tomorrow. Uh, crazy enough. NBA playoffs are tomorrow. Uh, let's, uh, I, 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 you're going to be gone for a few days next week. So let's get your predictions really quickly. We'll start with the really tough one. Clippers and Mavericks. What do you think? Uh, I think the Clippers take care of this one in five. Wow. Yeah. I think the Mavericks will make it interesting for a couple of them, but I, I don't know. Luca, great player, but he just, I don't know. There's something that's just not quite right with how that team is together. I just don't think they're together. Chris Tapson, uh, uh, Doncic have been really good on the pick and roll. When Chris Haps is healthy, I don't know if he can stay healthy. I like the Clippers in five as well. Uh, a series that people think could go both ways, Heat and Bucks. That's at 12 p.m. on ESPN tomorrow. A lot of people are trending. The, the trendy pick is to say that's the that's the upset that people are looking at, but um, I actually think the Bucks uh, are going to be upset with how things played out last year, especially against the Heat, and I think the Bucks actually take care of business in this one. I think they're really hungry coming to the playoffs. So I've got the Bucks in six. I've got the Heat in six. I just like what Jimmy Butler's doing, the flow of this team and their depth. That's, again, at the high noon on ESPN. Mavericks Clippers at 2.30 Mountain Time on ESPN. Celtics and Nets, uh, 6 o'clock on ABC. I think the Nets bring out the brooms. Wow. Take care of the Celtics in four. I'm actually with you. Uh, well, I think there's a gentleman's sweep here. I think Celtics get one game at home. Otherwise, it's all Nets the whole entire time. Nets in five. Again, 6 o'clock on ABC. And then the nightcapper tomorrow night, Trailblazers, Nuggets 8.30 on ESPN. This is a really juicy one. It was a great series uh, in the regular season. Um, Nuggets are only favored by one tomorrow. Um, I think this one goes seven. 
And I'm having a hard time picking this one. I think in the end it will be the Nuggets, though. You know, the guard matchup without Jamal Murray is going to be a problem for the uh, a big problem for the Nuggets. I like the Blazers in seven. Uh, and then on Sunday, Wizards 76ers at 11 a.m. on TNT. Eric? Uh, Sixers in four. May two. Lakers, Suns, 130 on ABC. I think that the this one goes a little bit longer. I think it goes uh, full seven games, actually. And you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the Lakers. Me too. I've got the Lakers as well. Uh, Hawks and Knicks, 5 o'clock TNT. I think this will go a long series as well. Two teams that don't have a lot of playoff experience, so I think it'll be a long series. In the end, though, I think it'll be the Knicks. I got the Knicks as well. Uh, Jazz will either face the Warriors or Grizzlies on Sunday at 7.30. Who do they face? I think it'll be the Warriors. I do too. And I think the Jazz come out of this okay. Um, I'm having a hard time deciding five or six, but either way, the Jazz win. win.